Lose the Cape Podcast, episode 104. Well, hey, hey, ladies. Today we are so excited to bring you Kendra Hennessy. Oh my gosh, Adrian, I laughed and laughed and laughed in this episode. I hope you enjoy it nearly as much as we did. She provides us all kinds of tips on decluttering, on organizing our spaces, on purging, 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 which both of us needed a lot of help with, on all kinds of fun stuff. And oh my goodness, so much fun. So be sure to check out all of our show notes, everything that we talk about, and our fantastic sponsors on our website and on the show notes, losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 104. Enjoy the show. Hey, boss ladies. I'm Alexa Bigwarf, and I'm the founder of Cat Biggie Press and Write, Publish, Sell. I help women fulfill their book writing dreams through author coaching and publishing support. You can find out more at writepublishsell.co. Hey, y'all. I'm Aubrey Mathis, owner and founder of Today May Suck, a comfort gift company providing gifts for your peeps going through the suckiest of times. You can find me at www.todaymaysuck.com or join my Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Today May Suck Comfort Corner. Have a happy day. Together, we bring you real talk from life-experienced women, celebrating, empowering, and encouraging the woman behind the kids, the marriage, and the business. We know that you don't have to be super mom to be a super mom. So join us and lose the cape. Welcome to another episode of the Lose the Cape podcast where we interview fun, funny, <laughs> exciting business working moms and all moms actually who feel like talking to us. Uh, today we are happy to bring you Kendra Hennessy, who is a coach, home management strategist, and the founder of Mother Like a Boss, where she helps busy modern moms become homemaker-ish. And we love this ish. I am homemaker not-ish. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. <laughs> we ought to learn from her today. Her mission is to redefine homemaking in the 21st century and make the difficult and sometimes boring uh-huh, parts of running your home smoother through simple systems, routines, and mindset shifts. She lives in upstate New York with her husband, Adam, and their two spunky offspring. I have no, no clue where they might have gotten spunky <laughs> Ava and Everett. Oh, you're a Girl Scout co-leader. How fun. You just went through Girl Scout cookie time. Yay. Uh, yes, we did. <laughs> so welcome to the show. I'm so happy. Kendra is one of my boss mom retreat like peeps. So I'm really happy to see her again. <laughs> I am so happy to be here, Alexa. It was so great to see you at the boss mom retreat. And as soon as I saw you like coming across the um, hotel floor. I was like, it's Alexa. And I just want to give you a big hug. I love her. I love her so much. <laughs> she just makes me feel good. You know what? And and I'm sorry, Aubrey, you have to come to the next one because you missed out I on know. so much. Well, and I voted, if I could vote a million times, I'm like, please come to Texas. Please come to Texas. No, all your Texas people need to hush. It's not, nothing's ever on You're the winning. East Coast. On yeah, the southeast yeah. coast. <laughs> yeah. Bring it to oh, North Carolina. But did you see all the reasons why I posted? No, I didn't. To not. come to Texas? I mean, first of all, Natalie Gingrich lives in San Antonio. Well, so hello. She's coming wherever Her. it's at. So, you know, <laughs> we are home of Joanna Gaines. She's like That's boss mom <laughs> forever. And 
No doubt about it. We have the best Mexican food ever. Okay, we well, win that one. All right, I'll count that. <laughs> Although I will say South Carolina has a very large population of um, Mexican immigrants, at least this week. Who knows by the end of the week what's going to happen. Well, that's true. <laughs> so we have we, good uh, Mexican, authentic Mexican food here too for now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think I think we're I think we're safe. I think we're safe here. Oh probably. My For, yeah, probably. I, I think yeah. Well, you know, the wall is coming. The it wall is, is coming. I, I don't really know. <laughs> I'm really so sorry. We so <laughs> digress. This has nothing to do with making your home homemaker-ish. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's talk about you, Kendra. I mean, yes. Let's talk about you. How how did how did you decide that making homemaking cool was going to mm -hmm. be your gig? Uh, so I had the super awesome <clears throat> business of cleaning people's houses for ten years. Oh uh, yeah. So I started that when I was 22 and pregnant and unmarried and dropped out of college. So whoop, whoop, like, I mean, really, you don't get any life goals. than that. Hashtag life goals. Life goals. <laughs> um, none of that was planned, might I add, any of it. Um, but obviously, I wouldn't change a thing now. But, um, you know, I wouldn't give that advice to others. Um, yeah. So I started a cleaning business and an organizing business, and I loved it. It was super successful even during the recession where a lot of businesses were kind of falling off. And I thought mine would go that way too because it's a luxury. Mm -hmm. However, so many moms were going back to work because of the recession, because they needed extra income. Husbands had lost their jobs. They were starting their own businesses or um, going back to work. So actually my business went up because people yeah. didn't have the time to do the things in the house. Um, yeah. So super successful. It was great. Um, but what I started to notice was that cleaning wasn't the issue. I mean, it was the, it was the top issue, like it was the surface issue, but um, moms were actually becoming stressed about me coming because yes. they were like, oh, I have to, clean have up to pick everything up. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh, I'm so glad you say that because when, when, um, when I was still working full time, we did have a cleaning lady yeah. come every other week. And I'm telling you, it took me like an hour to two just to get it ready for her to clean. Cause she was like, I'm not picking up your shit. You got it. <laughs> that's basically where I was like, that's kind of what was happening. So I realized this is less of a cleaning issue and more of a home management issue. Like this is a whole management of the home. Um, and, and then just because I wanted to, while, uh, having my cleaning business has been awesome. It's been profitable. Um, I love it. It's super physically demanding and I can't do it from my own home. So it takes me out of my house. Um, and when you have two kids and thinking about possibly having more, um, I really wanted something where I could not only be home, but I could also help more people. I'm limited in my cleaning business to who I can help based on where I live. Right. So, um, so yeah, I just decided that I wanted to um, focus less on helping people in their home and more on um, helping people kind of with the entire home management, everything from decluttering, organization, cleaning, time management, schedules, routines, all the things that go into homemaking um, all around. Yes, see, I need you in my life because I am failing as a homemaker. There's oh, no girl, ish. don't say that failing. This is my office. Okay. I see. Okay, yeah. 
what I've seen in my life. You don't want to know what I've seen. Oh, it's bad. It's bad news. Okay. So I, so our pest management guy came yesterday and usually I try to, um, get things around, but I forgot to come at nine. I thought he was coming at three and I was like, there's two people in your life. There's two people in your life who know every detail about you, your hairdresser, your pest management person. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, is true. Cleaner, yes. Yeah. For sure. You'll get it after I clean it. Like, oh, I'm such a mess. <laughs> I'll clean oh this well, let me just tell you, though, this is just one room. Uh, yeah, we, could, we could take the phone around next time and go through the whole house. Do an entire tour? <laughs> no, I would not do that to myself. I just have a problem with laundry. <laughs> I Like the laundry game. I can't get it. Like I try to do a load a day and yep. it just, um, it's that folding and packing away that just gets me every single time. Yeah. Um, so I hate laundry. I hate it. It's my least, I would scrub, I would scrub 20 bathrooms a day. Me too. It meant yes. I never had to do laundry again. It's my one, it's like the bane of my existence. And I even do a load of laundry a day. Um, I, I follow my own advice and I do that, but there's some kind of mindset thing. And I do realize it is mindset based. Like I have some kind of mindset around, like it takes a long time and it's annoying. And no matter how much I do, there's always more. Um, so shifting away from that has been difficult, but I'm trying every day. Like I is as woo woo and crazy as it sounds, I've been trying to really get into being grateful that I have laundry because that means we have the money and the means and the, all that stuff. And that sounds really silly and really yeah, crazy, Total mind shift. but it does help smart. slightly. It helps slightly. It does help when I go, wow, how lucky am I that my son has a basket full of laundry? I'm sure there, there are other kids who, who, I'm sure there are other moms out there who only wish that yeah. they had more than three pairs of pants to wash because all they have is three pairs of pants for their kids. And oh. I have, you know, so it's that weird like dynamic of just being grateful. However, some days I don't want to feel grateful. Some days I'm just annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's hard. Yeah. That's a really good point. I mean, like it's hard every day to feel grateful for it, especially, I mean, like right now I'm in the stage where my kids are almost 10, um, seven and five mm -hmm. and they are the messiest little sons of guns <laughs> yep. I, and I it's so frustrating and it's hard to find a place of gratefulness when you're like I just cleaned your bathroom yesterday yes. how is it possible to have this much toothpaste and this many towels Where yes. is like what are, are you using three towels after you get out of a bath like you're just like using a towel yes. and then using another towel yes <laughs> Yes, oh we gosh. have that issue. It's so frustrating. Mm -hmm. well, I posted on, you asked yesterday, um, I think in your group, which we'll be sure, sure to share the link to, on like struggles that people were having. And mm -hmm. I said, keeping their stuff organized. Yes. Is, I mean, clearly I have my own struggles. <laughs> but, um, but keeping up with their stuff, I mean, gosh, help. Yes, help. I gave you lots of tips. I gave I you some. I didn't read them yet. <laughs> 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 I gotta go find them. I gotta go find that discussion and find them. 
So give yeah. them to all of us. Yes. Um, yeah. So when it comes to, I, I even wrote to you, like, I was like, it depends on, at the time that you wrote that comment, it was funny because I was in the middle of writing a blog post about how to organize your kids' toys. So wow. right at that very moment, I was writing that. But I'm like, I understand that for some people, it's not necessarily toys. As your kids get older, right. it's not toys. It's clothes. Books, it's towels. Clothes. It's books. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's snack wrappers. It's plates. Yes. And and you know spoons that they're hoarding in the room because they're eating cereal it's like we've had that issue with my daughter um so i think that the um the biggest tip that i can give to people when it comes to organizing and decluttering is the less that comes in the less has to go out and we have a a real issue in our country <laughs> all of us, I, mm -hmm. none of what I, none of what I say comes from judgment. It comes from total understanding. Right. <laughs> I like to, I always like to put that out there for people, um, that we bring so much into our house and it has to go somewhere. Yeah. So, um, the less you bring in, the less you have to put out. So the less clothes you buy, the less, um, food that you buy that you're just buying you're not really buying because you need it you're buying because like oh i was hungry at the store so i bought like seven bags right of chips or green, really green beans were on sale so i bought yes. 22 cans <laughs> right exactly like now i have to then you get home and go where am i gonna put 22 cans of green beans what was i thinking um and that goes for our kids too and um uh so also so that's one thing is just, just like an all encompassing, the less that comes in, the less you have to worry about where it goes. Um, and then also when it comes to kids is setting up a very strict schedule of when you are going to clean your room, clean things. And that doesn't have to be just cleaning, like vacuuming and stuff, but that that's more of like, are you going to have it once a week, once every two weeks, once a month where you have a decluttering schedule and you say, here's a box, here is a garbage bag, fill it up. You have a half hour. You have a half hour to fill this up with stuff because I know you have enough in there to fill it up. Um, so at our house, we do it about once a month. I go into my daughter's room, I give her a garbage bag and I say, throw all the garbage away and then pile up clothes that you're not wearing. Even if it still has a tag on it, I don't care. If you're not wearing it, if it doesn't fit anymore, put it in this pile and then we'll deal with it. Mm -hmm. um, but that's helped a lot in cutting down on the amount of stuff because my, my daughter's room is the same way. Like I may be a, an expert in this, but I, I'm not, I am not immune to having children who love right. all the things. Right. <laughs> so my daughter will clean her room herself. She likes to be clean, but then three days later, it's like she put a grenade in the middle of her room with all the things and pew, mm -hmm. like yes. stuff yes. all over. And so getting on that schedule has been really imperative because if I miss that, that schedule, if I miss that, I see the difference because I see like, and um, it, cleanliness, or I will say the lack of cleanliness or clutter is a snowball. Yes. Once it starts and once yes. you get it on that roll, it, it's harder to get it back. Oh, so once it starts spinning down that hill, it's really hard to get that, that snowball back. Well, so. it took me so long to get this place organized to a place where I felt like I had it somewhat under control. Mm -hmm. And then for him to just take everything and stack <laughs> it in piles on the yes. floor, I was like, oh my gosh, I'll be 90 yep. years old before I go through these <laughs> piles again because what? It's a, it, now it's a point of severe overwhelm. Yep. I, I can't, yeah. So it's yeah. like, I don't even know what to do with this stuff. I mean, I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, maybe I should just burn it down. 
Yes, just, just burn <laughs> just, it all, all just to the ground. Get my kids and the dog out of the house and just set it on fire. I'm just kidding. Oh, well, I, my house I will, um, yeah, I will confess when my husband and I first started, when we first got married, no kids, we lived in a house that did not have a dishwasher and I was not yeah. going to be the dishwasher. So he kind of flipped out, was like the kitchen's a mess and I threw all the dishes away. <laughs> like all of them. Go girl. I was like, I'm not cleaning these. Wow. If you're not going to help, I'm not going to help either. Wow. So. You know what? That's how you train a man. See, my problem is I had mm-hmm. never done anything that dramatic. And I, if, I, <laughs> if I had ever done anything that dramatic, this would not have happened <laughs> because he would know better. Because you're going to throw it away. Yeah. Yes. So. <laughs> And that's a great lesson in division, division of responsibilities, which Mm -hmm. is another huge tip that I have for people is to divide the responsibilities. Your job as a home manager is to manage and managers do not do all the work. Managers delegate work to other people. Amen. And that's what moms, it just falls. It's like moms are just the default home manager. It is what it is. I have come across some households where the dad tends to do a lot more or the man, you know, if it's a husband or something, um, they're few and far between just mothers. I think innately, like it just kind of falls on us. I know that left to his own devices. I don't even know what the house would look like if my husband were responsible (laughs) for all the things. Um, I joked recently that, um, you know, when, when most moms like think about like, or when someone thinks about like, well, what if something happened to me? Like, you know, would my kids be, would, would they be sad or whatever? And, and then I, they wouldn't have their mother around. My thought is, but would they get to the dentist? Because who's making the dentist appointment? Like no one's making that appointment if I'm not around. Like no one would, my husband wouldn't make their physical appointments. I know he would, but in my head, I do all that. Most moms do. Um, Whether they work or not, uh, moms who are CEOs of big companies yes. are still the ones managing the house. And so delegation is key. Yeah. Some of that is compromise and some of it is teaching, teaching the people around you how to treat you. So teach them that this is what needs to be done. Your responsibility is to take care of this. Mine is to take care of that. We divide it up. It's all good. Um, but yeah, I lived for eight years without a dishwasher, so I feel you, girl. Oh, yeah, awful. we didn't have one. I know, third world problems, in, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. We, uh, we didn't have one the whole time we lived in Germany, so I hand washed for three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. My back <laughs> used to hurt. Then when I was pregnant, I mean, I was the I was the epitome of the barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. <laughs> Watch it, washing dishes. Washing dishes. <laughs> yes. Oh yep. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, all right. So, um, okay. Once you get beyond the teaching them to help out and, mm-hmm. and doing the once a month or every two weeks or whatever routine where you come in with the bags and sort and all that, like mm. what kind of, um, what do you have other tips for just in general, like keeping things daily picked up and how we can do this without it feeling overwhelming And I'll tell you, because like right now, I have a bad habit of storing everything on our dining room table. Horizontal surfaces. Yes. So the the, the countertops, the dining room table, all of it, like just, it's just, and it gets to the point where again, it's overwhelmed. It's not something that I can just pick up for a couple minutes every day. My five-year-old has more 
stuffed animals than a toy store does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, I'm overwhelmed. Help me. Well, I think we could probably buy a McDonald's with all the McDonald's toys we have. <laughs> oh, honey, I got out the garbage bag, collected all those suckers and threw them out. I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, from Happy Meal, it's going to the garbage. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, I know. Same here. Like, collect all four 20 times over. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, So I, okay, the horizontal surfaces are like the BFF of clutter. Like clutter and horizontal surfaces are like lovey-dovey. They love (laughs) each other. Because... um, we see a horizontal surface and we're like, I'll just put this thing on here now. So then what that does is it teaches the people are in our house and it also teaches our brain that we now can keep putting something there. And what happens um, is in most houses, whether it's a little bit of clutter or a lot of clutter is we become clutter blind. So we literally become blind to it. Um, We don't notice much like you could um, like, you could go in somebody else's house and notice like, well, it's really dirty in here. You know, like you just, most of us don't even notice that, but you know, it's really, really dirty and you notice and they don't seem to notice. It's because they become blind to it. And clutter is the same way. We kind of become blind to what's around us because it's what's around us all the time. So if you've ever watched the show Hoarders and we all go, I can't imagine it getting to that point. Like, how do you let it get to that point? You let it get to that point because it happened little by little. Mm -hmm. And so you stack one more piece of paper, one more book, one more toy, one more stuffed animal. And um, you don't really notice it after a while until you look and then you're like, well, now it's too overwhelming. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to go have a glass of wine and watch Netflix go away. Mm -hmm. Like that's what happens. Um, So in order to combat that, we tend to, in our house, like we have a, and it's not really like a rule, but, um, Everything gets picked up before bedtime. That's it. Like there's no, there, there is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. My husband's pretty strict about it. He hates toys just lying around. He hates it. During the day, it's okay because the kids are playing and it's fine. But by bedtime, the toys are picked up. Everything is, is picked up and organized, you know, in, in whatever fashion they can. But they're not just scattered all over. Same goes for all the stuff on the countertops. Um, you can declutter and get rid of things much faster than you think you can. So if even you took a pile of those papers and in a couple of minutes just went throw away, file, throw away, file, throw away, file, um, the faster you can do that, the faster you can train your brain to get rid of garbage, um, the less less of it you'll have. But it is a training. You have to train yourself to do it. it. So it takes more time over time. Now, you mentioned the stuffed animals. Mm -hmm. Um, we are the same exact way. I hate stuffed animals. Mm -hmm. My daughter (laughs) loves them. Mm -hmm. Like they have personalities and like birthdays and you know, (laughs) they like go to a certain school and they have best friends and it's a whole thing. Um, so my, my tip for any thing in your house that you think you should get rid of or want to get rid of is, is it causing you stress? If the answer is yes, then it's time to address it. If the answer is no, then don't worry about it. If the amount of stuffed animals she has is annoying to you, but doesn't really cause you any stress, you're like, you know what? It's fine. They're all shoved in a little area. It's whatever. Then I say, don't worry about it. If the amount of stuffed animals is causing you stress and you're like, this is too much. I can't have this anymore. Then 
sit down and go through them. What happens is we end up focusing on the things that don't cause us stress Uh and, and let, let go of the things that do cause us stress because when they do cause us stress, we don't want to deal with it because that's yucky and messy. You know, it's like, I I don't, I don't want to deal with all the stuff on the dining room table because that's going to like bring up stuff for me and uh, that's yucky and I'd rather not. Um, so then we end up those bills. Yes. (laughs) I was just thinking it's that stack of bills that I just keep. Yes. Yes. That, so that's a whole, like that's diving into a whole other realm of that whole mindset (laughs) issue of like, you know, we, we avoid things. Um, and so then that causes the stacks to increase, whether that's paperwork or whether it's toys or whether it's dishes, like you're, you know what I mean? It could be dishes. Like you're like, I don't want to deal with this. Um, those are usually the things that we need to deal with the most though, because if we're avoiding it, there's a reason for it. Um, so, uh, I, I really, (laughs) I recommend just not putting the things on the horizontal surfaces. I know it sounds super simple (laughs) and you're like, I can't do that. Um, but you can. I don't know how to do that. (laughs) Um, so, so let me ask you a question then. So what's on the dining room table? Like what's, what is stacked on there? Currently I have my laptop Mm -hmm. and notes from a a webinar that were on there yesterday. So some pens, there's some of my um, Christmas decorations that I haven't put away yet. There (laughs) is a big bin of stuff that I have was sorting out of my kid's room and then just left the bin on the dining room table. There's some other random things. There's a stack of bills. There's like stuff I picked up off the floor that I don't know whether I should throw away or try to sell. Kids stuff. It's just a bunch of random crap that I don't so know do, what to do with in the moment. So it goes on the dining room table. Do the Christmas things have a home? Do they have a do bin they have in a the home? attic that I have not gone to get yet? Okay. But they have a home. So they, they like store are store. Okay. Yes, um, so the rest of the stuff. Um, so homelessness <laughs> in your home, <laughs> I mean, your stuff <laughs> is a real problem. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not your, I don't mean your home. I mean, in all of our homes. Oh, it, well, it things, is a problem in my yeah. home. <laughs> yeah. Mine too. I, sorry. I didn't mean to single you out. I meant like no. in general. And, and it's because we have really crappy, when they built our house, they didn't give us much in terms of storage. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of stuff I just don't know what to do with. Right. Um, so giving things a home helps a lot with that because if you know, like, okay, like milk belongs in the fridge, you know that like the milk goes in the fridge, the milk doesn't go in the pantry. It has to go in the fridge. That's the home. So if we think about all of the things in our house that way, the pens don't belong on the dining room table. The pens belong in a, you know, like I'm looking at this thing that I have that has my pens in it right here. Uh That's where the pens belong. Pens don't belong on the floor. The pens they go there. When everyone knows where the home is for everything, then you can put the things back home. So if, if you have the things like on your dining room table, like the webinar notes and everything, where, where, where do you want those to go? Like, where are you going to use those? Well, ideally they'd be in a nice organized file on my desk. (laughs) So then, (laughs) so then we'd, you just have to kind of work backwards then. Okay, what I want on my desk. (laughs) (laughs) She's showing us a lovely picture. Yes. So then you work. You just work backwards. Yeah. I know it seems really daunting, but you have to work backwards. Of like, 
in my, so I have an organizing course and like the first step is not go out and buy something pretty to put all your stuff in. It's not. Oh, but that's what I want. Uh, exactly. <laughs> that's the problem. That's what that's, the shit on my floor over here is. It's pretty things to organize yeah. that I bought. Yes. Right. Cause we go to, we go to Target and Walmart and Home Goods, and we're like, but look at the baskets. I need the baskets. This is sitting beside me. Can you see? It's right. like stuff. Yes. Yep. But it's oh, got crazy stuff. stuff that doesn't. Yes. <laughs> That stuff doesn't even need to be in there, though. I don't even know what that stuff is. <laughs> yes. Um, so my the first step, the first lesson in my entire course is you need to decide what your end goal is. Because if you don't know what your end goal is, then you can't work backward. You don't know where to start. Right. So just like anything else in life, like you can't start. There's no point in going to the grocery store and buying ingredients if you don't know what the recipe is, if you don't know what you're making. Like if you just go to the store and buy random things and you don't know what you're making, then you're going to just have a hodgepodge of stuff. So you have to know what you're Sorry. making. Sorry. Did you, where'd you go? That was, that was just yeah. your phone. I thought you fell out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cleaning. Like I'm cleaning my area right now. I'm like, this makes so much sense. I'm going to put all these little notepads right here. I seriously thought you just like collapsed out of the chair. That is, that is the problem with video recording because the video makes it look like you. It looks like you fell off the screen, like into another realm. Or oh my god! No, I was cleaning. I was listening to you. I'm, I'm gonna pick these pins up and I'm gonna put them where they go. It works because I have like five pins just random. Oh my god! I'm okay. That is so funny. Okay, I'm sorry. Where yeah. were we? <laughs> um, having a goal. Yes, no, I got it. I have to put that out of my mind because it was really funny. Um, yeah. So if your goal is to have your files filed or your papers filed on your desk, then that then you can work backwards. Okay. So what do I need to do in order to achieve that? Like the you know, you have to. We can't just take the stuff from the dining room table and go like, well, I'm going to take it off the dining room table and just put it somewhere else because then it'll just end up cluttering right. another spot in our house, which is kind of what people did in um, when I cleaned their house. They would be like, yes. just yes. don't worry about the office today because I took everything from every other room and yeah. the office yes. and clean the rest of the house. <laughs> we never let them come upstairs to our right. frog, which is the finished mm -hmm. room over the garage. We just, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because of that, right? Yes. That's and that's what like we we all kind of do it. Like, you know, somebody calls and they're like, Hey, I'm in town, like, can I step over? And you're like, Okay. No. And you like take a garbage bag and you like throw everything in it and then yeah. throw it in the closet. And you're like, please just don't go in the closet. <laughs> It'll dump on you. Um, yes. So um, so I don't remember what we were talking about. Oh, the dining room table. So yeah, um, I'm just really, really big on people having a home for everything in their house and it's totally doable, but you have to do it step by step. So it won't happen tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you have to really go step by step in my organizing course. That's why I do it that way because I've seen way too many people come out with these really like, um, comprehensive, they call it like organizing courses or declutter yeah. or just get, yeah. or minimalism, like just get rid of all your stuff. And I'm like, right. everybody knows that's not going to work. It's right. just not. Right. Getting rid of everything you own is not going to work because there's a mindset thing going on and you have to fix that first. Right. You have to fix the, what, what do I actually need and what do I want to keep um, first before you just start throwing everything out? Because guess what? In a couple of months, it'll all be right back in your house. I call right. it boomerang clutter. That's all it mm, is. That's me. 
Like I'll get everything perfect. And I'm like, okay, I can do this because it spills into my car then. And then I got the bag of stuff from the car in the house. And then all of a sudden, three weeks later, I'm like, why did I not stay on top of this? I mean, what in me lets it get back out of control? And then I have to start that cycle over it where it takes like two days to get everything back in order. Exactly. I really yep. think Aubrey and I were separated at birth. <laughs> I think we so too, because nobody can come upstairs. <laughs> we are so yes. similar. But you know, I will have to say though, you're, you're absolutely right. It is a mindset thing. And Europeans are really good about this because of the fact that they don't have the space that we have. Yes. So my best friend lives in France and she has, they have a very small apartment. Like for us, we would, I mean, it's a, it's a two bedroom apartment. They have one bathroom, one little living room, one little dining room area, and their tiny little kitchen thingy. So they, there's no, there's no storage. There's no place for clutter. There's no, mm-hmm. and whenever she likes to, um, to redesign her stuff, like she will bring in her new stuff and everything else goes out. She either sells it at a flea market or she throws it in the garbage, but there's no like, oh, well, I might need this pillow sham mm-hmm. in five years. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to take it. it. I'm going to, it has a hole in it, but I'm going to cut right. it up and turn it into a dress. Yes. 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 No. You're never going to do that. Stop yes. it. Um, yes. And I'm just as guilty of that. Like, oh, well, this thing, I'll, I know I'll just sew it into something. I'm like, girl, you're never going to sew anything. Like, <laughs> stop it. Yeah, <laughs> out my bit of sewing stuff over there. Like, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. <laughs> Never. <laughs> um, so on that, there's a, one of the tips that I tell people is to use the one in one ma- out method. So every time you buy something, piece of clothing, a toy, food, anything, one in one out. So if you bring something in, something goes out. You buy a new sweater, a sweater goes out. You buy a pair of jeans, a pair of jeans goes out. You buy whatever. Um, you buy new underwear, like get rid of the ratty old underwear. You don't need it anymore. Like stop, like, come on. Um, <laughs> socks with holes in them that yes. people are keeping. They're like, but they're really comfy. I'm like, listen, go buy yourself some new, treat yourself. Go right. buy yourself new socks. <laughs> like treat yourself to some new socks. Or I'm um, really bad about putting them in a plastic bag because I'm going to use those to clean with. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, I get a no, paper not. towel. I, I don't. Yeah. Same. Oh, um, my stepfather bless his heart love him so much but he has t-shirts in like a bin that he's had for like 20 years and he's had them in that bin for like 10 years and has never touched them like he put them in the bin when they were like moving bedrooms and like put them somewhere and then like my mom's like he's never i could get rid of them tomorrow and he'd never know that's another good thing to think about if i threw this out right now how long would it take for me to even, if I lost it, if I lost this and it was never seen again, how long would it even take me to realize it was gone? Yeah. Mm. You know, that's a great question to ask yourself. I have a bin, a little bin of t-shirts that I'm going to make it to a t-shirt quilt one day. Right. Yes. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. I think after we get off this conversation, I'm just going to go check. I know. I feel like, yeah, I'm going to go take my bag of socks out and put them in the trash. Yes. But I have, I graduated high school in 98. Yep. And I still have my senior shirt, but yet I don't really know where this month's water bill is. You know, it's like, how can I keep yes. this shirt? Yes. Yes. Same yep. here. Mm-hmm. Got my drum major shirt from 1995. <laughs> Because I can't let go where'd of Where'd my it? water bill go? <laughs> yes. 
and yep. I forgot to send my kid her lunch. <laughs> right? That's a bit like, oh, right, you needed lunch money, but I have a picture that I took with a disposable camera from 1997 yeah. of my friend's, like, backside. Like, I don't even yeah. know what I have. Why do I have this? And, but... and I could locate that in 0.25 yes. seconds. But yes. I know exactly where it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, this wow. has been really very entertaining I don't for us I don't know if our listeners will find it as entertaining but um Kendra where can we find you for all these great tips oh sure so um I think the place I hang out the most is my Facebook group which is the mother like a boss playground and it's basically you know just a supportive encouraging uh place for moms and then I just also give tips I allow people to just ask questions about everything motherhood has doesn't have anything to do with somebody was asking about an enema the other day like yeah. listen we <laughs> can talk about some animals right I heard, oh, I heard all about the animals <laughs> I listen to this podcast <laughs> so someone was talking about it with their kids and she's like I know we usually talk about cleaning stuff and I'm like no this is a place for moms to feel safe and encouraged and ask questions. And then I give tips whenever I can. Um, so that's just, you can just search mother like a boss playground on Facebook and, um, and then my website. Oh, awesome. So then my website is motherlikeaboss.com and I have lots of, um, free good stuff, um, on my website, um, for people to check out some free videos, checklists, um, you know, all that, all that good stuff. Well, your information awesome. has been incredible. Well, thank you. Uh, what Aubrey and I know about ourselves is that we are not implementers. No. <laughs> we may have to have you back in a few weeks to check in on us to see if we actually implemented anything. No, mine don't look just like this, I promise you. <laughs> so that's the next thing we need to figure out is how do we move from knowledge to implementation? Yes. <laughs> Big, that's the biggest thing. Even with yeah. business, I yeah. have that problem sometimes. I'm like, I know all the things. Why am I not doing all the things? Yeah. <laughs> what exactly. is wrong? Yeah. All right, girl. Thanks so much. This oh. a blast. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. <laughs> have a good day. Thank you.